the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a fact. If the riches of the wealthy were given to the average American, the rich would have their wealth back in no time at all. Not because they're more deserved, but because they do a really great job of getting us to spend it back to them. And once it's in their hands, they work it to their self-interest. The host of Get Rich Slow, Jim McAleese, believes the financial decisions you make today will guide your financial destiny tomorrow. Jim teaches you to plan for the worst and then hope for the best. America is under no obligation to provide what you need. Entitlements are out. Opportunity is today's watchword. Money matters can be intimidating, but they don't have to be. So let's supercharge your wealth building plan now with Jim McAleese. At the stroke of midnight on that great big holiday, we're gonna have a ball, and that ain't all. I'm gonna chase my blues away. I'll be bringing in a brand new year. Welcome to Get Rich Slow. This is your buddy school for financial winners. Here we explore strategies to help you prosper. We look at the big picture and then develop plans, plans to help guide our families to meet their financial goals. Get Rich Slow gives you solid financial strategies, strategies that will help improve your financial life. If you want the truth, not the hype, Please join us for the next hour for Get Rich Slow. I'm Jim McAleese, Certified Financial Planner and President of Cornerstone Consultants Incorporated, where securities and investment advisory services are offered through Next Financial Group Incorporated, which is a member of FINRA and Civic. Cornerstone Consultants Consultant is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. Well, good morning. I hope you're Christmas was wonderful. Mine was. It's always amazing to me that whether Christmas was large and festival or small and quiet, Christmas seems to have its own power to stay in our hearts and our thoughts throughout our lives. Over the years, sometimes we're happy, sometimes we're sad, but we can always recall the memories of Christmas past. And tomorrow will be New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is a time for reflection and celebration. It is also a time that we tend to engage in traditions and rituals. Most of our superstitions turned out to be done in belief that will ensure a year of good uh, good fortune. Uh, there's probably as many superstitions as there are cultures. Uh, and some of them are, what is it... Uh, on Christmas Eve, kiss the person and the people that you hope to keep kissing uh, for the rest of your life. So uh, keep that in mind. Many people 
uh, usher in the new year with a plate of black-eyed peas and collard greens and cornbread. Uh, supposedly, the peas represent good luck and the greens represent money. Uh, that seems like it might be a Southern tradition. Uh, many believe that what you're doing at either the stroke of midnight or New Year's Day uh, will set the tone for what you'll be doing all year. That means if you're partying, then you can expect to have a good time all year long. Or if you're working out, then you'll probably have a uh, a year of fitness. Uh, some people uh, get down to the uh, cleaning and straightening up because the New Year represents a first fresh new start. Some spend uh, December 31st giving their home a good cleaning while getting rid of the trash and clutter. Uh, Other people, the the practice of making uh, New Year's resolutions is another way uh, to to get your house in order, so to speak, and and, uh, plan ahead. And uh, some, some for the traditional Christmas dinner, there's uh, pork and sauerkraut. Other uh, cultures believe that the worst thing to do on New Year's Eve is to cry because it will cause you to shed tears and feel sad for the entire year. And let's just, uh, any culture thinks about making noises and loud uh, clatter, uh, People blow whistles and make noises when the clock strikes 12. Uh, That custom is probably rooted in the superstition that the loud noise will ward off evil spirits and and thoughts. And uh, right before New Year's, many people will pay outstanding bills and settle debts, believing that doing so will grant them luck in their finances. And don't forget to have some money in your pocket at midnight. So I hope we all have a happy, healthy New Year. Enjoy the festivities, but remember to stay healthy and be safe. After the holiday is over, it's back to paying attention to all the things that the holidays distracted us from, like uh, like our investment. This was another uh, good week for U.S. equities with the major stock indices, the Dow Jones, the Industrial Average, the Standard and Poor 500, and the NASDAQ uh, Composite all up for the week. Uh, The three indices, U.S. indices, have closed up for nine consecutive weeks. Uh, By Friday, everyone was either in the holiday spirit or and relaxing, either at home or at work. Uh, Nothing happens now of any importance, or if it is important, we can uh, work on it in January of the new year, uh, when everyone starts with a full head of steam. Uh, That was pretty much the mood of both the stock and bond markets uh, this week. Uh, We'll start again on Tuesday, uh, January 2nd. The market will be closed on uh, Monday, January 1st, for New Year's Day. Uh, This has been a tumultuous year, uh, basically due to the increased interest rates, slowing down the existing home sales, and also dragging down the home construction industry. 
Increased interest rates have also caused the the mid-tier banking crisis in March. That was a case where bank reserves uh, are generally in terms of loans uh, or mortgages or uh, bonds. And uh, those instruments were issued when the rates were low. uh, But then suddenly, uh, the instruments lose value when the interest rates, the Federal Reserve pushed the interest rates up. uh, Basically, the overnight rate went from one quarter of a percent uh, in March of uh, 2021 to basically five and a half uh, percent now. So uh, this year also saw of wars, you know, in the uh, the war in Ukraine uh, due to Russian aggression that continues, and the Hamas-Israel uh, war has raised basically uh, global concerns. And all the while, uh, investors have been expecting the high interest rates to cause a recession as the U.S. economy uh, slowed down, as well as the as the uh, the uh, global economy, uh, but the high interest rates indicated or dictated by the Federal Reserve, as well as other central banks across the globe, uh, began to work its magic in uh, September. Well, September and October, that's when the, uh, the slowing of the economy and the uh, you know you look at the supply chains. Uh, uh, the breakdown of the supply chains during the COVID certainly uh, led to had a big impact on the inflation. So these supply chains uh, uh, began to, you know, be repaired and operate again to, in a normal fashion. And basically, the uh, slowing the economy as well as the, the repair of the supply chains caused inflation to start drifting downward faster than anticipated. So the Federal Reserve reacted uh, to that uh, slowdown in inflation by stopping their rate increases and holding the federal funds rate steady at their uh, meetings, uh, the ones in uh, mid-September, early November, and mid-December. Each one of those meetings, they they talked and uh, discussed and uh, then kept the uh, the overnight rate or the federal funds rate constant. So uh, the anticipation of uh, lower interest rates helped to spark a year-end rally, uh, which was validated when the Federal Reserve at their latest meeting in December 13th started talking about uh, several uh, interest rate reductions. <laughs> interest rate reductions starting in uh, 2024. There's a call it a controversy in uh, what investors think uh, the interest how the the investors think interest rates are coming down versus. Uh, what the Federal Reserve uh, uh, probably uh, plans 
you know, the Federal Reserve probably intends to bring it down maybe uh, two quarters, uh, maybe two or three times in 2024. And uh, there would be quarter of a percent decreases maybe starting in March. But <clears throat> investors, uh, bond investors, certainly have their ideas about how fast the interest rates are going to come down. And uh, so the the bets are uh, anywhere from, uh, you know, from a half a percent uh, over the year to uh, – one percent, or maybe even higher, in 2024. These are talking reductions, and uh, the inflation coming down. If you want to take a look at that, you look at the uh, personal consumption expenditure price index that came out uh, about a week ago, and uh, what that shows is that uh, September, October, and November, the uh, the uh, personal consumption expenditure uh, index has been coming down. For instance, in uh, September, uh, the uh, the uh, all item uh, PCE uh, increased four tenths of one percent in uh, September and increased. Uh, this is the measure their measure of inflation. It increased uh, 3.4% over a 12-month period. Then in October, uh, in the month of October, the uh, uh, PCE only did not increase at all over over the month, and it uh, increased 3.0% uh, uh, over a 12-month period. And then the latest numbers in November show that. Uh, Inflation uh, has gone down a negative uh, one tenth of one percent and uh, in the month of November, and also that the uh, twelve month uh, inflation indicator stood at two point six percent. So each month uh, that uh, increase in inflation has been going down, 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 and also. The uh, inflation indicated over a 12-month period has gone down from 3.4 to 3.0 to 2.6. And if we take out food and fuel, uh, then those numbers, uh, uh, for instance, the 12-month numbers look like 3.7% uh, in September, 3.5% uh, in October, and 3.2%. In uh, uh, November, so uh, the inflation is coming down uh, in a downward trajectory, and there's basically two measures uh, of inflation that are generally used. One's the personal consumption expenditure price index, and the Federal Reserve uses that measure of inflation to. Uh, make their decisions, and uh, generally speaking, the one that we're exposed to in most cases is the uh, uh, consumer price index. Uh, consumer price index is, is uh, published by the Department of Labor, 
and the personal consumption expenditure price index is published by the Department of Commerce. Uh, the trends are the the trends are basically the same uh, for both of them. So, but the Federal Reserve likes to use the personal consumption expenditure. So, and we'll talk about that later in the show. In the anticipation of the Federal Reserve lowering the interest rates, has already affected the mortgage interest rates. Uh, according to uh, Freddie Mac. The 30-year fixed-rate mortgage interest uh, was uh, 6.95% as of uh, December 14th, whereas in September, the the 30-year fixed rate was 7.6%. So she's gone down from 7.6% in September to 6.95% uh, as of uh, the middle of December, and it might even be down lower than that right now, and that that has had an impact on uh, a new home construction, and we'll basically talk about that later in the show too. So <clears throat> this week, global equities were mostly up for the last trading week of 2023. In the U.S., the three major stock indices. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, the Standard and Poor 500, and the NASDAQ Composite were all up for the week. Although they were down on Friday, uh, the last trading day for 2023. But uh, uh, those indices, stock indices, have been up for the last uh, nine weeks. While in the UK, uh, the FTSE 100, is basically up for the week, and uh, in the European Union, both Germany's DAX and the uh, stock Europe 600 were both up for the week. And in Asia, uh, Nikkei, Japan's Nikkei 225 was up for the week, while in China, both the Shanghai Composite and Hong Kong's Hang Seng uh, were both up for the week. So on Friday, the three major U.S. Uh, stock indices closed for the week at uh, the Dow Jones closed at 37,689.54 and it was up uh, 0.81% for the week and the standard and poor 500 closed at 4,769.83 and that was up 0.32% for the week. And the NASDAQ uh, composite closed at 15,011.35. And that was up uh, 0.12% uh, for the week. So all in all, things have been uh, moving Inflation has been moving down, and the stock market ever since, uh, basically ever since September, October, has been in a rally due to the expectation that uh, inflation is coming under control, and that would lead uh, sooner or later to the uh, reduction in the interest rates, and uh, uh, basically that would be good for. Uh, 
both the stocks and the bonds. When the interest rates go down, the bond prices go up, and uh, certainly uh, the the cost of credit is uh, a business expense, and uh, the business expense goes down and also uh, allows more profit. So all those are all those are good for basically the um, uh, the stocks and the bonds. Let's go to the phone. Uh, hello, this is Jim McAlee. How are you today? Hi, Jim. How are you? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, too. How okay. can I help you today? Yeah. Um, the um, prime rate, what's the prime rate now at this time? The prime rate is about 8.5%. 8.5%? Oh, yep. okay. Uh, okay. And then yeah. when do they expect it to go down, or don't they? Uh, I would expect it to, to go down along with the the rest of the rates, and uh, uh, the expectation is right now the the uh, uh, expectation is that uh, the Federal Reserve is going to start to cut uh, its rates sometime in uh, March, and it'll start with the one quarter percent. Um, decreases. So right now we're at, uh, 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 I think five and a half percent. So they'll start working from there. And you know, there's a discussion about how fast the Federal Reserve is going to bring it down. Okay. Uh, and then uh, on the equity line of credits, they base that on the, on the on the prime. So what do they do? Go a point or two percentage points up below the prime? Equity line of credit, let's see. Well, I think that it's probably uh, a factor of the, uh, uh, the um, let's see. Does it go like between the regular rate and the prime rate, a little higher, the equity yeah. line of credits? I'm not quite sure where they're, they're going to, how that one's going to move. I really can't help you on that one. <laughs> okay. But if the prime rate drops, then usually the equity line yeah. of credit uh, drops you hope, too. Yes. <laughs> Some, you hope, unless the unless the, the banks want to make up for lost time. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on our backs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on your back. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was just uh, curious to see where the prime was at and if it expected to hopefully go down a little bit during the year. Yeah, it should. You know. It's All righty. Uh, Thank you. You you take care. Have a good uh, have Bye. a good New Year. All, All right. right. Bye bye. This is Jim McAleese, and uh, uh, you can give us a call over our toll free number is one eight 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 two eight one eleven ten. Now, when we talk about uh, what's going on in the big picture. Uh, uh, that's one thing. It gives us an idea of uh, what we're seeing in terms of uh, uh, business and uh, uh, home construction and home sales and and uh, goods production, manufacturing, and services. But uh, even more important is what we're doing with our own financial plan, which always starts with the goals. 
what are, what are your goals? I mean, a lot of the, a lot of times your goals depend upon your age. Uh, you get, people come out of uh, uh, school, and uh, uh, there's a time when uh, uh, the main interest is in getting a department and getting out of the parents' house and uh, uh, having a car and things of this nature. But then uh, we talk about uh, uh, starting a family and uh, we start talking about buying homes and things of this nature and down payments and then there's a college for the uh, or schooling for the kids and then there's a uh, retirement. So each one of those big events uh, requires a certain amount of cash available and uh, the only way to get that cash is to really start saving it and uh, allocating the uh, uh, your income, your assets towards those uh, uh, goals and goals that you've set. So, just to keep you on the uh, in the uh, spirit of the new year, uh, uh, there's some uh, personal finance checklist that I saw in uh, Bloomberg's, and I'd like to share that with you. And. Uh, uh, one is to one of these things that uh, would be a personal finance uh, checklist uh, would be number one, get your passwords in order. Uh, you've got dozens of passwords and various apps and services. So just take some time to write them all down in one place and protect them. Uh, so that you're not uh, constantly uh, uh, scribbling things down on scrap paper uh, and try to figure out what these uh, what you use for these passwords. Another one is to take stock of your subscriptions. And way too often, I sign up for a new uh, Bloomberg streaming service or beauty subscription. And then totally forget about it, urging the ones you don't need can save you hundreds of dollars this year. And uh, what you can do is look through your credit card bills and check and see what's been charged each month. A lot of times you sign up for things and uh, uh, they keep uh, extending them uh, year after year unless unless you make the effort of uh, canceling that subscription. Uh, Also, uh, tax time is coming up, so get your tax documents organized, and uh, uh, it'll be here before you know it, and now's a good time to make sure your your workplace and your brokerage platforms have all the correct mailing information to send your tax forms. And uh, when you do get the tax forms, they do come dribbling in, and uh, you want to make sure you put them in a safe place uh, and file them away when they arrive so that when you do really start to prepare your uh, tax returns, you've got them all in one place, and you're sure that they're they're all there. So uh, also, if you want to... get started in automatic deposits, 
such as uh, putting a portion of your paycheck uh, directly into your retirement account or your savings account. Uh, this is the time to do that. Uh, it's a good practice to get into because you probably won't ever miss it or be tempted to spend it. So uh, just take the time and, and the effort and uh, uh, set it up with your financial institutions. Uh, be at your brokerage or your bank or wherever. Uh, set them on automatic uh, deposit. Also, uh, now's a good time to check out your investment portfolio and your 401k uh, just to uh, rebalance it. In other words, uh, <clears throat> over a period of time, uh, if you've got a diversified portfolio, certain parts of the portfolio uh, will excel and other parts will be a drag. and. Uh, so uh, what you started out with in terms of uh, putting into large cap uh, stocks or large cap growth or large cap value uh, or everything else uh, uh, changes depending upon the returns of those particular uh, sections of the portfolio. So now's a good time to take a look at it, see if things are out of whack and uh, begin begin to move them around and also take a look at your uh, calendar and see if you've got any big uh, uh, big cost items coming up i.e. Uh, uh, weddings, vacations and family visits so that you can plan ahead uh, rather than being uh, blindsided uh, with a big uh, credit card bill. So uh, things to think about in terms of uh, money issues for the coming year. And you can give us a call at our toll-free number. It's 1-888-281-1110. Now stay tuned. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. of Get Rich Slow. Each week, we take calls from people just like you who have questions for our host, Jim McAleese. Oftentimes, however, Jim can't answer all your questions because of time restraints and the need for more detailed information. That's why we encourage you to call Cornerstones Consultants, Inc., the financial counseling service founded by Jim and Tama McAleese. Cornerstones Consultants, Inc. has helped thousands of clients get more for their money. Whether your financial goal is to avoid common investing mistakes, finding your next home, planning for retirement, finding the right mutual fund, or covering your assets with the right kind of insurance, Cornerstone Consultants, Inc. will guide you to wise financial choices. So call Cornerstone Consultants, Inc. for an appointment today. That number again, 440-647-2793. Now back to more Get Rich Slow with Jim McAleese. Happy New Year, darling. 
I hope you have a great year All your dreams and wishes come true To you Welcome I told you This is your host this morning, Jim McAleese And you can give us a call over our toll-free number is 1-888-281-1110 Now you, if you noticed, ever since uh, you know the, the last nine weeks, the stocks have been going up. Uh, the bonds have also been going up as the as the interest rates have uh, uh, been going down, and uh, uh, consumer sentiment is, is picking up due to this. People are beginning to understand and, and see that uh, okay. Uh, during this period of time, the uh, costs have been going up. If I take a look at the uh, increase in the, the package of goods, let's say that the the uh, Department of Labor uh, has a package of goods, the goods and services that the uh, average consumer uses. And there's about, uh, I think, probably about 30 or 40 items in there. They've got food and everywhere from uh, meats and and uh, meats and poultry and and uh, dairy products and everything else in there. And then they've got uh, energy and they've got uh, uh, they delineate uh, natural gas and electricity and gasoline and diesel and they keep track of a lot of things in there in that report, and they uh, and they um, uh, show you each month how much that particular item has gone up for the month, uh, and also for the past year. So, if you take a look at the, uh, the consumer price index and, and look at the the progress of each one of those items, or add the whole average of the whole package of goods, what you see is that prices have gone up on average about 20% uh, over the past uh, two and a half years. Uh, let's say from uh, March of uh, uh, 2021, where they first noticed that inflation was taking off. Uh, to today, uh, prices are up on average of that package of goods that the federal that the Department of Labor tracks has gone up about twenty percent. So uh, your cost of living has gone up twenty percent, and basically, uh, you know, people are feeling it because they're watching. They have watched prices go up, and. Uh, uh, they've listened to this, uh, oh, it's only up 3.5%, it's only up 7%, but accumulated over uh, close to three years, it's gone up 20%, and people's wages have not gone up 20% over that same period of time. So uh, people are waiting for those uh, price increases to slow down and to level off uh, at some level, and they, they're they're uh, slowing down right now. They're not they're not to the point where they're 
2% where the Federal Reserve wants them, but uh, uh, they're slowing down and people are noticing it, consumer sentiment, uh, as measured by the University of Michigan, improved significantly in December. Uh, the big improvement from November was in consumers' expectations about uh, uh, inflation. And uh, basically, uh, in November, they uh, expected inflation to be rolling at four and a four. This is the consumer expected inflation to be about four and a half percent over the next year. Whereas in December, the expectation had gone down to 3.1%. So uh, that uh, meant that uh, consumer sentiment increased dramatically from November to December. In November, it was 61.3, and in December, it was 69.7. So uh, most of the impact was basically due to expectations about inflation. the chair, the uh, director of the survey, uh, Joanne Yu, uh, she published a summary, and it goes like this. This is a summary of the, a survey of consumers in the University of Michigan. Well, consumer sentiment uh, soared 14% in December, reversing all declines from the previous four months. These trends are rooted in substantial improvements in how consumers view the trajectory of inflation. All five index components rose this month, which has only occurred in 10% of readings since 1978. Expected business conditions surged over 25% for both the short and long run. All age income, education, geographic, and political identification groups saw gains in sentiment this month. The index is now just shy of the midpoint between pre-pandemic readings and the historic low uh, reached in uh, June of 2022. Uh, Year ahead, Inflation expectations plunged from 4.5% last month to 3.1% this month. The current reading is the lowest since March of 2021 and sits just above the 23 to 3% range seen in the two years prior to the pandemic. Uh, long-run inflation expectations fell from 3.2%. And last month to 2.9% uh, this month, staying within a narrow uh, 29 to 3.1 range for 26 of the last 29 months. They continue and said long-run inflation expectations remained elevated relative to the 2.2 to 2.6 range seen in the two-year pre-pandemic uh, uh, time frame. And basically the takeaway is that uh, uh, consumers see inflation moving back to a more normal range 
uh, and that's going to affect uh, uh, the big item purchases in the future, such as cars and, and homes. Um, people watch inflation go up. They were unsure of how high it would go. Apparently, inflation has peaked out. Uh, it did peak out at 9.1% over a 12-month period, and that was uh, June a year ago. And now it's down to, uh, what did I say, the expectations of 2.6% uh, over a year time frame. So uh, to me, it's, it's moving down. And uh, uh, certainly prices are not going to go down. What you're going to see is that prices have increased rapidly, and now they're going to level off into some sort of a plateau and uh, stay reasonably well-behaved in the future. And uh, interest rates will probably go down and give the economy a good jolt. So it'll be good for our investments in the stocks as well as bonds. Uh, one of the things we look at in, in uh, uh, what's happening is uh, personal income and outlays. In November, uh, consumers increased their spending or their personal consumption expenditure uh, by two tenths of one percent from uh, October. And uh, even as their personal income increased four tenths of one percent from October. So their personal income, uh, consumers' personal income went up. four tenths of one percent and their spending went up two tenths of one percent. Uh the month before consumer spending increased uh one tenth of a percent from September, even as the personal income increased three tenths of a percent from uh September. So at least that makes sense in terms of uh where uh, where our income is increasing uh, faster than uh, our expenditures, uh, and the question is, where did the money go? In uh, November, uh, the consumer spending increased forty six point seven billion from October, and that reflected an increase of uh, fifty eight point eight billion spent for services. And a decrease of $12.1 billion spent for goods within services of the largest contribution to the increase was housing and utilities and uh, food services and accommodations. So uh, basically, it's taking more to run the household, and uh, we're spending more on uh, vacations and travel and things of this nature. And if we take a look at where the consumer spending on goods were, they uh, that decrease uh, was due to the decrease in gasoline and the uh, other energy uh, goods. Now, recent data indicates consumers have shifted their spending <clears throat> back into services, which includes rents, dining out, travel, after a big increase in goods purchases early in the pandemic. 
So what you're seeing now is that uh, the increase in demand for services is causing uh, increases in wages and in rising costs for supplies. So when you do take a look at inflation, what you do see is that uh, inflation is generally in the service parts rather than the uh, service sector, rather than the the manufacturing and the goods sector. So in November, uh, personal income uh, rose uh, $81.6 billion or for four-tenths of a percent increase. And uh, personal consumption expenditure or consumer spending increased $46.7 billion or two-tenths of 1%. So uh, we take a look at the uh, PCE. We took a look at that already. If you compare November uh, to October, what you're seeing is that the uh, year-over-year increase in inflation, 12-month increase in inflation in October was uh, 3.0%. In October and in November, it was 2.6%. So uh, it's moving in the right direction. So this is Jim McAleese. You're listening to uh, Get Rich Slow. Uh, You can give us a call over our toll-free number. It's 1-888-281-1110. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. When the bells all ring and the horns all blow, And the couples we know are fondly kissing. Will I be with you or will I be among the missing? much too early in the game ah, but I thought Welcome back to Get Rich Flow. This is your host this morning. Uh, you can give us a call over our toll-free number. It's 1-888-281-1110. Let's talk about uh, uh, an area that's uh, impacted by the uh, interest rates, and that is uh, homes. If we take a look at uh, existing homes, according to the National Association of Realtors, existing home sales in in November, including uh, uh, single-family homes, townhouses, uh, condominiums, and co-ops, it increased uh, eight-tenths of one percent from October uh, to a seasonably adjusted rate of uh, 3.82 million. That's an annual number uh, in November. Year over year, uh, sales fell 7.3 percent uh, from November a year ago. Now, according to the National Association of Realtors chief economist Lawrence Yun. Uh, quote, the latest weakness in existing home sales still reflects the buyer bidding process 
in most of uh, October, when mortgage rates were at a two-decade high before the actual closings in November. Uh, he continued a marked turn and be expected as mortgage rates have plunged in, in recent weeks. He's basically talking about the uh, expectations that uh, it takes time to close the deal on a house. There's two two events. One, when you make the offer and it's accepted, uh, you know, subject to inspection and and uh, and uh, credit. And uh, the other time, the next item is when the actual closing occurs, when uh, deeds and money change hands. So uh, he's referring to that. It might be uh, might be a month, six weeks uh, uh, between those two events. So he's saying that even though the the sales of existing homes has shown a small increase. He expects a larger increase later on due to the lowering of the uh, interest rates. Uh, according to, uh, again, uh, according to Lawrence Young, according to Freddie Mac, the 30-year fixed mortgage rate averaged 6.9%. 6.95% as of December 14th, and it's falling below 7% for the first time since August 10th. Basically, I think the August time frame, September, October, August, September time frame, um, that was about 7.5%, if I remember correctly. So uh, a persistent problem in existing home sales has been the, the limited number of homes for sale and uh, total housing inventory uh, registered at the end of November was down 1.7% from October, but it was up nine cents of 1% from a year ago. So the unsold inventory sits at about a three and a half percent, three and a half month supply at the current sales space, and that's down from 3.6 months in October, uh, but up from 3.3 months in November uh, a year ago. So what you're seeing is that uh, uh, it's around, uh, the inventory is around three months, and uh, it should be around five or six months, but... uh, uh, the people have locked in their anybody that had a mortgage with mortgage mortgage money was less than three percent refinanced. So now most people with mortgages are sitting at a less than three percent mortgage rate. So uh, in addition, the home prices continue to increase. Uh, the median existing. Uh, price for all housing types in November was three hundred and eighty-seven thousand six hundred dollars, an increase of four uh, percent from November a year ago. And uh, uh, typically, the uh, the realtors break the United States into four groups 
the Northeast, the Midwest, the South, and the West. And they say that he, across the entire country, all, all sectors have seen price increases. And according to Lawrence Young, uh, home prices keep marching higher. Uh, only a dramatic rise in supply will dampen uh, price appreciation, unquote. But even with the uh, price increases, homes still uh, homes are still moving quickly. Uh, properties typically remain on the market for 25 days in November, and that's up from 23 days in October and 24 days in November a year earlier. So 61, 62% of the homes that were sold in November were built in the market for basically less than a month. So if we talk about single-family homes, the single-family homes uh, uh, sales increased uh, uh, in November, and they were up 9 cents of 1% from October. But they were down 7.3% from the a year ago. And the median existing single-family home price was $392,100 in November. And that was up, on average, 3.5% from November of 2022. Uh, if we take a look at different sections of the country, let's start with the Midwest. And uh, in the Midwest, existing home sales rose 1.1% from the previous month, but they were down 8.7% from one year ago. And the median home price in the Midwest was $280,800, and that was up 4.9% from uh, November a year ago. And uh, I remember looking at the Case-Shiller Home Price Index, which looks at looks at uh, 20 locations in the nation. And I recall seeing that for Cleveland, uh, home prices have been up uh, basically 6.4% over the past year. So uh, <clears throat> even though... Uh, home prices, homes aren't moving that fast, uh, you know, in terms of how much has been moved in, in one month. The prices are still going up in the order of, uh, in our area, over 6%. And according to this, somewhere around, uh, uh, you know, uh, 4.9%. So this is Jim McAlee. You're listening to Get Rich Slow. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Rich Slow. As we look forward to the new year, we all make resolutions for the new year, but they'll be difficult to keep. In most cases, they'll be worthwhile, though. But first, you have to identify what you want to change and then decide to do it. When we were young, we had dreams and expectations. We imagined things. We kept thinking about what we want to do and what we want to be and, and what we will become. 
Well, hey, we grow up. We grow up and we achieve some of our dreams. We accept our success or failure and we keep moving on. The rapid change, the need to do the urgent things, basically the work, the pressures, the failures, all kill part of our vision. Things, things change, but they cannot really take away the dreams. We still have to dream on to visualize our desires, our wants, our vision of our future, even, working, even when we are considered too old for such things. Colonel Sanders started his business when he was 60 years old. He started KFC. Uh, the main thing is not the age, whether being too old or too young, but it is the desire to dream on and the courage to do it. You need to visualize your goals. You need to think about them often, talk about them often, and make a commitment to your goals. The ability to dream on is one of the finest qualities of the human race. So dream, make a plan, and set a deadline, and make it a giant dream, a tiny dream, an old everlasting one. Then follow the plan, achieve your dream, your goal. And when you become frustrated and tired, don't give up on your dream. Don't walk away. Don't say you tried Don't try, do. Now, these are words to live by. Don't try, do it. There's no excuses. And keep doing, basically, until we meet again, until we meet again next week for more of Get Rich Slow. So let's have, let's make this a happy and prosperous new year. And may God protect you and keep you safe. been listening to Get Rich Slow with Jim McAleese of Cornerstone Consultants, Inc. Located at 47149 Bursley Road, Wellington, Ohio, 44090, where securities and investment advisory services are offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., a member of FINRA and SIPC. Cornerstone Consultants, Inc. is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc., The materials Jim shares is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of James McAleese and Cornerstone's Consultants, Inc., and not those of Next Financial Group, Inc. Next Financial Group does not provide tax advice. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. To make an appointment with Jim regarding your own finances, call 440-647-2793. That number again, 440-647-2793. Jim will be back with Get Rich Slow next Saturday morning on 1420 WHK with more common sense finance strategies for financial winners. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.